Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? I feel fine, I'm in VG247's podcast. Yeah, what's the best game where you swing from a roof? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a very specific category. For example, this week we're looking for the best ultra-violent spectacle. Uh, Video games and excessive violence go together like cheese and crackers, Laurel and Hardy, bacon and rolls, PlayStation exclusives, and the score 7 out of 10. Speaking of unabashed mediocrity that has an inexplicably devoted fan club, I'm joined today by Tom Ory. How are you doing, Tom? Hello, I, I, I think I'll accept being mediocre if I have a fan club. <laughs> so you're, not actually, you're not actually mediocre, you're a very exceptional man, but I had to, you know, it's, uh, you know how writing works, right? Anyway, mm. uh, so yeah, best ultraviolent spectacle uh, inspired by the imminent release of Mortal Kombat 1. Is that out by the time this goes out, Connor? Uh, it should be out. Yes, it should be out. Ooh, okay. It should be out. So the very recent release of Mortal Kombat, mm. apparently, if we've got our dates right. And uh, <laughs> we're joined once again by Rebecca Jones. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, I'm good. Kind of tired. Also, I've sat really weird, so you're going to see me sliding all over the place throughout the uh, duration That's of this podcast. It'll take, but... <laughs> it'll take people's minds off Connor's perennially weird setup so it's fine yeah um, happy to help <laughs> take the heat all right okay uh let's go with rebecca actually what um, have you got for us oh if, goodness if you don't mind going first you know what it's fair that i go first because basically i am here to to just take the l and completely <laughs> lose this one i'm gonna break my one 100 winning streak so far um and and okay. lose really badly because basically yeah uh Ultraviolet spectacle, not ultraviolet. Ultraviolet, both are good. Um, <laughs> ultraviolet was a good TV show in like the nineties. Vampire vampires. I, have, I oh, haven't wow. seen it. I, I should watch it because I love vampire stuff, but I haven't seen it yet. Um, but yeah, ultraviolet spectacle, not something that I would normally expect myself to volunteer for. Hmm. Um, but I worked out a way I can basically bang on about my personal hobby horse um, and just take the L and enjoy myself doing it. So I'm going to talk today about the Danganronpa series. Yes. Um, oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I know probably when you think ultraviolence, you think more things like like Mortal Kombat, like watching a dude get his spine ripped out through his mouth or something. <laughs> um, and Danganronpa, the games are visual novels primarily, so not yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but thinking about it, and I talked to um, our lovely guides editor, James Billcliffe, about this as well, because he's also a fan of the series. And he was like, actually, that's a, that's a good pick. So I decided to throw my hat in the ring and say, even though you don't so much witness every act of violence and they're not the forefront of the the sort of screen time of those games. The, the theme of ultra violence really runs through the entire series. And so I was like, you know, I love talking about Danganronpa. I want to, I want to go on the the podcast and talk about Danganronpa and it's silly, bright pink blood and it's ridiculous execution. Um, 
and it's it's Cutscenes. so tense it's like it's so unsettling <laughs> a game to play as well it it definitely is um so as as with many people it became a massive lockdown obsession of mine there's something about <laughs> i think the the closed um closed circle murder mysteries that yeah, are core yeah, to yeah. those series that everyone really resonated with in lockdown i try not to think about it too hard sometimes mm-hmm. um but yeah i got really into them over the course of lockdown i'm still playing my way through the series um yeah yeah and and the the reason that i thought it was probably worth talking about genuinely in the context of of ultra violent video games is because um when you look at the sort of the origins of the the word ultraviolence you think like a clockwork orange right and it has a lot of those influences you know it's about it's about teenagers kind of being left with no supervision to slowly descend into this completely lawless society and it's also got a lot of the the social control aspects of ultraviolence i think maybe things like mortal Kombat are missing out on a little bit as you say the tension the idea that people are being pushed into massively violent actions they're not just committing them kind of of their own volition it's it's all part of this this wider idea of of social control of pushing people to the limits to see what they do and i just thought it's worth a mention in a discussion of ultra violent video games even though a, like half the deaths in the series are off screen the other half are cutscenes. yeah mm. do, do, do the death do the off-screen deaths like get described to you I've, I've i've played a little bit of it but not not a lot um but like when a death happens off screen, I seem to remember you, you do find out some gruesome details a lot you of the time. You do, you do. So you find find a body basically. So because it's a murder mystery, yeah, you yeah, find yeah. a body and you have to work out what happened to that person. Um, and at the end of the, the trial, which is a good half of the gameplay is, is yeah. the, the big like rhythm action trial, which is kind of weird in a visual novel, but that's yeah, how yeah. it works. Yeah. Um, you see like a recreation, like a comic book recreation then of the... Okay. of the murder so it is on screen eventually i guess but it's not sort of like you're not an active participant in it in the same way that you would be in a fighting game for example but a question yeah. right if oh, yeah if you posted a gif or a small video mm-hmm. onto let's say twitter still yes. of some of the what <laughs> sure. you are claiming is ultra violence yes right? mm-hmm. would it cause a tremendously awful discourse around about violence <laughs> Potentially. I mean, I don't want to... So this is a very story-heavy series. I don't want to give too much away because if people haven't played it, and I do recommend playing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first execution in the series is sickening, in my opinion. And I've talked to friends who've played it and they, mm. they agreed with me that the, the first... It really leads in with just a horrific, literally, ultra-violent spectacle. Um, mm. I don't know. <laughs> Describe it. <laughs> oh god no describing it's a spoiler um, well, it's just... safe to assume that based on what you described that these are all kids getting murdered. yeah yeah they're like sort of 16 17 years old so yeah high schoolers yeah. i'm sure um, someone would get upset about i, I, I would agree though, murdered. i would I agree so. that it's like i would i would be wary of spoiling it because danganronpa seems to be one of these games that somebody you know is getting into them at any one point in time absolutely it's like yeah. yakuza right it's like everyone's always like yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying that for the first time don't tell me what happened so Just yeah another question mm-hmm. this might upset people <laughs> go on is this a game for dweebs I, I'm a massive dweeb and I love it, so yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't play it. The, the blood is I, pink, right? That's fair. The blood is pink. Not a dweeb. And the blood <laughs> is pink as to not be so absurdly gory as to be like banned in countries, I imagine. So like, that's an urban myth, apparently. Really? Is that they just thought it looked cool. 
Oh, they just yeah. thought that the bright pink looked cool. Oh, yeah. apparently. Yeah, it's so. like the Klingon blood in Star Trek VI. Speaking of, speaking of no one, Tom, no, is that the terrible CGI blood? Is that the one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, so you, you are a dweeb. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Cinema. I saw that one at the dweeb cinema, Jim. <laughs> See, That's it's weird. Tom likes to pretend. <laughs> Tom likes to pretend he doesn't know anything about these things, but then I'm, I'll mention some obscure thing about Star Trek, and he'll be like, "What well, wasn't that the episode with Quark? And he... he, he, he he's, uh, yeah. What have I said many times <laughs> about this podcast? This podcast, I put on a, like, a little show. Is your persona as a cool guy. Mm. <laughs> right, okay. That's why I wear the cool glasses and the £2.50 t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. And the video gamer mug in the background. Mm. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dan Gan Rob is really, like, it's, that's a really good pick because Let's it's face like, it. That's one, isn't it? It's actually not bother anymore. Uh, no, no. It's it's cerebral. It's, it's, it's more, it's, it's ultra violent, but it's like, as you say, it's like the politics of violence, right? Um, it's, it's like a much more cerebral kind of look at ultra violence than, as you say, ripping a guy's spine out of his mouth, which is also fine. You're like, you know, there's no judgment here. Oh yeah, I'm not uh, anti the sight of a guy getting his spine ripped out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> didn't want to imply that. Gosh, yeah, cancelable behaviour. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, Jean Claude Van Damme isn't involved, but it can still be violent. Um, all right, Connor. Uh, speaking of guys getting their spines ripped out, you're. Oh, uh, I'm worried about this. So he sent me a video was, with all the fatalities this morning. So. I was so <laughs> I was so excited for this podcast because there's so much to choose from. There's so much to yeah. choose from, and it's very much my wheelhouse of yeah. thing I've been playing. That's why you're in all of them this week. Exactly. Ooh. That's why. Um, like I think the first game I played when I was a wee boy at the age of, I think twelve was a Mortal Kombat game. 12? I think mm. I was 12. I think that's I got quite, my first... That's quite old for your first game, I'd well, say. Well, I didn't really have... In terms of, like, first game of my own, I'd, like, played, like, my cousin's Mega Drive and stuff. But I got my first Xbox 360 when I was 12, and a selection of games from that, including Mortal Kombat and... I've just died. I just literally just turned like, to dust. You're quite young, that. though. That Mega Drive must have been ancient by the time it was, you got your yeah, hands on it. Yeah, my cousin's, like, hand me... Like, he just... <laughs> I think he had an original Xbox. Mm. But he he's like, hey, do you want to play the Mega Drive? And it's quite cool. Yeah. Um, I've, 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 so I was, I was able to kind of go back in my, my, in my mind and think of games I sort of remember playing. Yeah. Um, I remember the original Dead Rising was quite... Like a, like a gory That's, spectacle. I mean, fairly violent, yeah. But yeah. I was like, well, we've talked about Dead Rising before in this podcast, and it's not quite enough. You're kind of disconnected from the violence because it's just like waves and waves of zombies. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember playing like the Splatterhouse reboot when I was like... That was violent. When I was that young. Was in that too. game, instead of pulling someone's spine out of their face, I think you pulled like their spine out of their bum. <laughs> I think that's a thing you can do in Splatterhouse. Um, but it's I the way be... you said "bum" there in the most because kind of I, like I tried... southern English, sort <laughs> I tried to... polite way imaginable. <laughs> I tried to Google like, okay, how do you re- how do you play Splatterhouse on like in like today? Yeah. Um, I wonder if it was Steam, on Steam, but it was like a pain in the ass to sort of play. So I googled the first like opening cinematic, and it was most embarrassing, cringy. Yeah, teenage yeah. thing in the world so i was like, i can't pick this so i ended up picking mad world which is a game for the wii 
um, from Platinum <laughs> Games. And Mad World is yeah. amazing. It's, it's fantastic. Really good. Yeah, it's like totally, one of the best Wii games as well. Yeah, it's set in this uh, island, which has kind of been um, turned into a literal violent spectacle. Um, mm. We have two like announced like commentators over this sort of like violent game show, where people on this island are forced to fight each other to the gory death for yeah. an anecdote to a virus that's been spread around, and. It's all about um, going out on these sort of linear levels and racking up points, as many points as you can, um, in order to take on like a big boss at the end of the stage and then move on. And you gain points through uh, killing enemies in various um, elaborate and gruesome ways. So if you just, um, as Jack, a big hench dude with a chainsaw, um, just like punch someone around and then like, you know. Classic video game. Yeah, and just throw them into a wall. You get a mm. few points, sure, but if you do like a really bloody execution on them, uh, or throw them into a big spike on a wall mm. or into a big blender, uh, you get more points. And the reason why this game, I think, is so ultra violent is because so the, the game itself, for the most part, is just black and white, very um, sort of like that's the, the aesthetic of it. But all the blood is this bright red mm. and it's so over the top that like you get like these really kind of absurd scenes especially when you mess around at the levels and in boss fights and stuff where it's just absolutely raining it down mm. and it's 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 a really good lesson i think of doing a lot with a little mm. um and i did a quick google and a quick youtube of like um sort of the executions in this game Mm. Um, have you played this corner? I played it when I was younger on the Wii. I don't have my Wii with me now because I gave it to my sister who gave it to a friend. Mm. Um, so I, I sadly did, did a few convenient, YouTube Convenient story, that. Who owns a Wii still? I've got one downstairs <laughs> under the TV. What? Oh my God. I think I have two. <laughs> I, 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 I've genuinely I, been thinking of getting one for the boxing, but anyway. I, do, I was thinking of, if I was to get it again, mm. I'd get Madboard, obviously. I'd also mm. get like Link's crossbow training. That was a banger. Um, but um, having watched a bunch of the executions on YouTube, it's yeah, low-key yeah. kind of more ultra-violent and more kind of shocking in some cases than the new Mortal Kombat is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in Mortal Kombat, it's just kind of like a, just a pile of goo and a skeleton. There's only yeah, so yeah. many times you can kind of cut a person in half and yeah. it's like not super... Like the entire game's kind of a bit, it's, it's settled. You know what you're getting? But with Mad World, you'd throw some guy in a big cannon and it would kind of erupt in this big red, sort of misty violet like spray. And it's kind of like, oh, geez, it's like quite shocking. Mm. My favorite, and I'll leave you with this, <laughs> is you can throw someone off a stage into a big ramen bowl. Yeah. And a big robot in the background that's kind of like eating from the ramen bowl. Yeah. As a display, we'll pick up the person and we'll eat them and we'll yeah. cover the ramen bowl in blood and then it will continue to eat from the bowl in the background. And it's very bloody and it's very that's, funny. That's sick, Connor. That's... It is sick. And <laughs> I mean, sick is the kind of it's level on breeze, we're aiming Tom. for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's, too the, much. It's, the, it's the level we're aiming for. It's, um, that's really good. That's it's really fantastic. Hard. It's a plat I, it's a platinum game that's super, super, super gory, and I think that's the best sort of mix. Mm, I reviewed this know. game. I also reviewed Spider House remake. Mm. Spider House got a six. This got a seven. So 
So good choice for me then on picking Not sure that's high enough. Not sure that's high enough for this best well, game. That's evidence that I literally review, I reviewed both games that you've mentioned and neither of them are that good. Well, we all know you've got, you know, quite sensible and sort of mature sensibilities about you. And maybe you're just not cool enough <laughs> for Madhouse. Mm-hmm. It's true. <laughs> Mad world. <laughs> Shit. I really thought that bringing a visual novel to this was going to make me the outlier. I did not expect a Wii exclusive from Connor. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, it, the, the platform it's on, like, you have to imagine how many parents bought this? Not right? many. Not many. Yeah, yeah, got surely... to imagine they yeah. saw that it looked ultra-violent. The Nintendo like seal quality on it and everything. They don't yeah. buy, like, some kind of uh, volleyball... Uh, Jiggle Simulator, yeah. thinking it's a fighting game. So you're saying that you're saying that an average parent could look at Mad World and be like, "Cool, that's ultra violent." Mm, well, so. I mean, that's I mean, that's that's kind of testament to its ultra violentness. How long did you work in a game shop, Tom? Uh, about a year. I was going to say, I don't think anyone who worked a long time in a game shop would but you you actually did work in a game shop i think most people most people who have worked in a game shop would assume that parents can in fact just walk rock up with ultra violent games and um i mean it's more the fact that they don't give a shit (laughs) it's not that they don't understand that the thing is violent and that you tell them it's violent they're like oh yeah it's fine I got knocked back from buying an 18 game when I was 17 once because the guy behind the counter happened to know me and I was just like, yeah, but fuck that's off, on, man. That's good, that's good <laughs> retailing because he could have got done for that. He was like, yeah. I'm, I'm really sorry, Jim, I can't do it. I'm like, what do you mean I'm really sorry I can't do it? Like, like just like... <laughs> I just, that, that was like I don't know how it was. That was must have been over, well over twenty years ago, and I, I'm still smarting about it. Um. Anyway, okay, right. Mad World's a really good pick, Connor. Fucking hell, you're on fire this month. Um. Okay. <sighs> right, Tom. What have you got oh. for us? Why was that? I don't think I deserve the sign. <laughs> He's bracing for another banger. He's bracing. He's got yeah, two yeah. good ones already. Yeah, He's yeah. trying I'm to like. Holding, it's, I'm it's exhausting to listen to all these good suggestions. Yeah, I mean, I'm holding I've on. A little, I've got a little story first about Ooh. a moment I, I almost went ultra violent. Mm. Right. So. Oh, like in your life. In my life, right? So, pretty sure I've never said this before, right? So I was in Lidl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was looking at the pastries. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and in my Lidl, they're very near the, start, the entrance to the store, right? And if you've been in Lidl before, the pastries are exposed pretty much, right? You could just walk in and grab them, sneeze on them, whatever you want. They're not, it's not like the healthiest, clean, most yeah, clean it's very continental. setup, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you better use the little tongs, but I've seen people that just do not do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, I was looking, browsing them, and it was probably, I don't know what time of the year it was, some some point uh in the summer probably and um i i noticed or heard even um someone say do poo poo now right yeah yeah and i was like what I, I turned my head in like some some kind of like i was i was concerned about what this might mean i turned around and there i saw a mother had produced a potty and placed it on the floor and was instructing her two-year-old son to do a poo. And this was probably no more than like inches from the pastries in Lidl, 
right? Um, and then the child proceeded to do a poo, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck's going on? I was looking around like, has anyone else seen this happen? Am I imagining this? But no, it was really happening in front of me. Started um, smelling burnt toast, etc. It's just awful scenes. And I was be- be- quite enraged at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, had to hold myself back from the ultra violence that this topic is <laughs> this podcast is about. But anyway, um, well, are you precise. saying that you 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 were like you were going to drop kick the two year old or? I don't know what I was going to do, but if you've never, you don't know how you're going to react until you, some of these things happen. Yeah, right? well, well, ultra, yeah, ultra violence to like the British mind is like talking to someone, mm. being confronting them. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I was like, should I tell a member of staff? Yeah, yeah. Oof, that that oh, level oh, of, yeah. I didn't. On. I just walked past, I walked on. Yeah, now, yeah. mind <laughs> you, that would have been a totally reasonable time to do that. I should have yeah. done. I'm looking back at it, I think, I think I should have said, I wonder, I just, my mind was like, what would the staff member do? Like, walk over and yeah. would you kindly not let your son shit in the middle? I mean... <laughs> yes, <laughs> Oh my god! Please don't shit in the middle of because <laughs> you didn't confront them. How many more times have they done that? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like normal practice now. That, yeah, that you, child is just you've let her away with that. Do it so like, you, you've middle. emboldened that child now. That child's mm. going to grow up just shitting in Superman. Imagine if, like, in ten years' time, that child who would be like twelve starts yeah. listening to a popular video game podcast. <laughs> goes back to like the episodes, like. Whatever this is, sixty-year-old yeah, yeah. Sebdo. It's like, oh, that's familiar. Yeah, yeah. They can't quite figure out why. Yeah. There and was the an angry time... man stood next to me the entire time. Yeah, mm. not coming back. The whole time they've been thinking that that guy look that Tom guy looks really familiar, and I don't yeah. know, I can't really place him. Mm. I think he loudly tutted at me. Once. Mm. Um, Shit in middle. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, okay. Well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, that's just a, that's just a little story that yeah. no one's ever heard before. That's lovely. Can, thank, um, thank you for that, Tom. Can I, can I give our listeners a little peek behind the scenes of this conversation? Yeah. Because you did, you told that story on our work Slack when it happened, and it was my first day on the job. Hmm. And you made everyone. You said, "Guess what just happened to me over my lunch break?" And you actually hmm. made everyone guess. And I really oh. thought that was like every lunchtime you came back with some horrendous story <laughs> no. and made everyone guess what had happened. No, so, I wish was... I had. I wish it'd be podcast gold if I <laughs> my, had a story every day. Yeah, my yeah. first day at this job. Oh my god. Anyway, no, I just really sure wanted it's to. The third time he said it on this show, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. All right, it's the second. <laughs> Did you you weren't around for the time, Rebecca, where the bird flew under the buggy I was pushing? That's another no. incredible moment. That was yeah. amazing. That, 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 that sounds incredible, though. Incredible. And in the distance, there was a rat. Random, random thing happened. But oh. um, anyway, so my <laughs> choice for the most violent spectacle video game, yeah. I initially thought of one game that I played when I was a kid. I didn't own it. But I used to go occasionally go around to my relatives, my mum's, uh, so my aunt's house, um, yeah. and she had a few kids who were slightly older than me and my brother. So yeah. they had like <laughs> games that we didn't have, right? And they had this game called Barbarian, which I think it was on, okay, it's like an Atari or Amiga, I can't remember what it was on. Yeah. The, One of the shit this, computers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it had, but it had this bit where if you finished, it was like a, one-on-one fighting game i'm pretty mm. sure and if yeah. you did a right if you finished the fight correctly you do a spin with your sword and slice the other guy's head off right and this mm. little goblin man would walk on and kick it or pull it off or something <laughs> in the head right nice. and that was as a child of like i don't know how old i was like six or seven or something 
this was like unbelievable. Like, and uh, downstairs, our parents were like oblivious to what was going on because video games are just like kid stuff back then, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they didn't have a clue. We we're upstairs chopping heads off, yeah. whatever. Um, but I was looking back, and it isn't actually that. It's more like Star Wars level. Like, because in Star Wars, things get chopped off, right? And you just see it roll off in the distance. Or that yeah, man's yeah. wearing a helmet. So it actually doesn't matter that his head's chopped off. You can't see anything. Yeah, yeah. That's how they get away with it, right? Yeah. So I, that didn't count for me. It wasn't violent enough, even though it stuck with me. Yeah. And then yeah. I was thinking about, like, PlayStation 1 launch era was a massive time for video games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Massive influential times for games because it was like, games are cool, games are in clubs. I wasn't yeah, old yeah. enough to be in clubs, but I knew they were in clubs because everyone was saying they were in clubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never been in a club. This was years before you got why. your DJ spot in Ministry of Science. Yeah. Um, yeah. So one of the games, I think just after launch, but it was like part of the whole launch period hype wave and it was on magazine covers it was also on the demo disc that you got with a console right was, was loaded right mm-hmm. loaded is a top-down sort of uh ultra-violent shooter right it's a bit like um like smash tv mm. even older reference a bit like i guess um what's the ultra-violent game that everyone loved that i hate that was on devolver hotline miami a bit like hotline miami but years before, far cooler though, far cooler, Mm. uh, less annoying. I didn't really like Hotline Miami too much. Right, (laughs) so, but the point is that it was like ultra cool. Everyone was playing because had a demo with the console or at least on the first issue of PlayStation Magazine. I can't remember which demo disc it was on, but it was like a demo that everyone had and everyone was playing. But it was so violent for like me as 13, I think I was then, 12 or 13 maybe. And it's one of those games where, you just, things just get obliterated and there's blood everywhere all over the floor, bodies. <laughs> like you shoot something and suddenly it's just like a skinless corpse lying on the floor. Makes no sense. You shot them with a pistol, yeah, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just so violent. And it was one of those games that, as a kid, everyone wanted to play this, even though, like, really, it, it was an average at best game, probably. But yeah. because it was new console it looked really cool like had really cool lighting had really cool music um all the character designs were like a bit sort of i guess a bit like like twisted metal's got like the odd characters this is similar to that and like it had very very much like these people are probably Mm. like serial killers in some kind of um, killer clown like like if uh like um what's his name the director of like um edward scissorhands and stuff what's his name Tim Burton. Burton. Tim Burton did like a serial killer horror, right? That kind of, these people would be his designs. They're all a bit odd Mm. looking. Um, But the point is that it was just non-stop, relentless, running down corridors, guns going off, people were getting blown up all over the place. Um, And I played the demo for like, God knows how many hours, because the game came out a bit later. But I remember it being on the front cover of magazines, this game, it looked cool. It was like, one of the cool launch games like you had wipeout you had this you had ridge racer and stuff um but i think if you if you ask people that were there like launch ps1 era loaded stands out because it had it was just like whoa like you can't believe what you're seeing kind of stuff even though you'd had games like doom and stuff that had all the the, the kind of people exploding stuff but this was like done in a very cool way makes me sound a bit demented talking about it like this but this is the this is the topic right um 
But yeah, it's just a very cool game. I doubt it holds up very well. Like I imagine it's not like th- those games do not PS one era games mostly are a bit ropey these days. Mm. Kind of probably like it still. I, I mean, I'm looking at it now, and it, I mean, yeah, it looks shit. You're right. <laughs> no, it, it, it's um like all the screenshots have like just blood sprites all over the floor, like really pixelated kind of, and it's it's kind of like it's got that really distinct early PS one look about it where you can tell that this probably started development as like a 16 bit game and then got shifted over to the PlayStation. So like, it's, it's a game that could have worked on in some way on like the Amiga or something, but it's like, um, they, they would have like added some 3d stuff to it. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I was reading some comments on some YouTube videos and one person said, I played this on I six or something like that. And then I forgot about it. But I remember having nightmares about it all my life. And I finally found it like twelve years later. Yeah. But that's that's the level of like ultra violence in this game. It caused this person to have nightmares for twelve years. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's why that's why parents should vet the media that they uh, they Back like the then, kids consume. There was nothing right. I mean, it's no one cared. Even like, I think it started sort of around. I can't remember the first big. Is it like? Was it Manhunt or Manhunt was definitely one of the ones that had Manhunt, the big yeah. was everyone was suddenly aware that games are they are violent. Mm. You shouldn't just give them to children. Yeah. I guess GTA a bit before that and stuff. Yeah. But still GTA was slightly cartoonish originally, wasn't it? So you could just like get away with it. <laughs> yeah. My nan bought me GTA. Mm. Wow. <laughs> cool now. I mean, yeah. and GTA doesn't exactly like you know it, it it shows its full deck like it's called Grand Theft Auto. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of running people over though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which but, is, I mean, maybe you don't expect too much, but yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe your grand thought that well, you might be stealing the cars, but you're probably driving them sensibly. So mm. yeah, <laughs> um, I, mean, I, I role played it as like a normal like a, like good citizen. <laughs> Are you one of these people that plays GTA and like like adheres stop, to like the yeah stop the lights and stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate those people. Right? Okay. Mm. Um, all right. <laughs> I'm just imagining like sensible Tom as like a 12 year old just playing playing Grand Theft Auto in the most sedate way possible. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a race. It's not a race, James. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay. Um, all right, well, uh, yeah, it's time to pick something. That done? I was uh, was reading about the Etruscans. Ooh. So yeah. Wow. Uh, good book that. Right. Okay. So uh, right, loaded on PS One. It's. I mean, it's violent. But it's a shit game, Tom, isn't it? I mean, it's like proper six it. out of it's, ten launch game. Influence. Yeah. You you talk to anyone with a PS One back then? Everyone played Loaded. 
Yeah, but people who, had, people who had a PS1 back then didn't know what was good and what wasn't. Everyone was dazzled Doesn't by matter. the fact that games had, like, camera angles now. Launch mm. games get a free pass because they no, are, they like, pushing the boundaries <laughs> of what you're expecting from video game technology. Yeah. This did that in an ultraviolet way. It was I a talk know. of the playground. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. People I mean... were, like, dancing to the soundtrack in clubs, I was told, by magazines. <laughs> Okay, um, okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think it just has like the other games. I've forgotten even what it's picked. They're so lacking in influence <laughs> and sort of stature and in games industry. Dan Gang Rompers lacking in influence. It's like it's like old. It's incredibly influential. It's an Ironically, absolute... them's fighting words. Yeah. It's like that's such a trailblazer for that genre. It's like. <laughs> It's like yeah, a lot of people, this. it's like a gateway for visual novels. That and Catherine probably got a lot of people look, into look, visual novels. If we do best game for dweebs, I'll accept it, right? <laughs> it's not, this is not, unless I'm wrong, is this top topic best game for dweebs, Jim? No, but... Um, no, there we go. <laughs> Motion Settled. to change the topic to best game for dweebs. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I mean, Loaded, loaded on the PS1 is um, a forgotten... Oddity. Forgotten? Yeah, it's a a gremlin game. It was clearly intended for 16-bit machines. It had a sequel. I can I would have been able to tell that just by looking at it at the time, (laughs) right? It's like the the, this is this is uh uninspiring uninspiring, boring backgrounds, boxy sprites. This is essentially a 16-bit game that has been uh that has been pummeled into shape uh, in oh order to God. launch on the PS1 and uh, and it, it, it would have worked on I, the SNES. Right? Jim, like you, Jim, I think that the developers <laughs> should be applauded for managing to get a game that good out on new hardware, completely unknown 3D hardware. Unbelievable. Then, right? No, no, because it was out in the Saturn you as like, well. Oh, screw those developers, screw them. It was they also just did it really It was also a launch game on the Saturn. It, the it was also a launch game on the Saturn. That's fucking yeah, that's cutting edge Saturn's 3D rubbish. hardware, is it? Yeah, Saturn yeah, is rubbish. Yeah, exactly. Saturn's rubbish. So so we're in agreement. Right, okay. So what even is a Saturn? Oh, here we go. Hell. Here we go. Don't just leave it. Leave it, Jim. It's fine. It's like a mega drive, but it takes CDs. There you go. Oh, sick. Nice. Must have been great. (laughs) Not to be confused with the Mega CD. Um, Right, okay. So, Danganronpa, I absolutely love the angle you've taken with it um, because it's, like, it's so left field compared to any other um, suggestion we're going to get. But um, I think I'm going to have to give it to Connor again. And and I can't believe this because I'm pretty sure Connor has won, like, what, twice? (laughs) This week, we, we yeah, record a bunch of the week. <laughs> listen, it's just my topic. It's just my wheelhouse. It's just all me. It's a new era. Uh, I would like to applaud us all from picking, picking good games um, and not from some Tom. obvious. Even Tom. It's so easy to be like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick like no, hatred no. or listen. manhunt. And Tom. he at least went for an angle that we couldn't pick, mostly because we're not ancient. Tom, um, I mean, I'm ancient. I'm only one year younger than Tom. Yeah, but you can't pick games. Yeah, that's um, true. <laughs> uh, you know, you just can't beat chainsaws, honestly. Well, that's, that's true. This is, it, this is the, the key to success in this yeah. is chainsaws. And listen, Tom was trying to do a Bill Cliff. 
He was trying to what? get I a feather know. in his cap by slipping an Incliff. absolute shiter past me. If I win with this, that means I can win I with anything because it's rubbish. This is, this is actual a game of importance. You were just, you were just some random game this, that's no, rubbish. This is, this, is, this is Bill Cliff Potter. This is, you might you use, wait for the you, comments. I bet of, you, the, of the 10 YouTube comments, at least two... 20% of those comments. I bet you workshop we'll that with Heather. Right. You, this is 100% because. You Bill, like that. You mentioned her on this podcast. Yeah, so. because, because Bill Cliff is on holiday. So you're just <laughs> filling in for him in every single possible way. Because on some level, Tom, I think you miss him. And I think that's why you try to slip a it's, shiter past us. Bill Cliff is my favourite. I won't lie. <laughs> Ow. Right. Well, okay. Well, on that bombshell. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, great. I mean, great picks apart from Tom this week and uh, uh, Mad World. I mean, Mad World's great. What I love about Mad World, I mean, you said it earlier, Cara, but it's um, that whole thing about how it was trying to do a lot with very little. Yeah. Like, say, uh, I can't remember which of it. Was, oh, it was Platinum Games, you said, Platinum right? Games. Sega published, right? And it's like, it's it's this kind of really stark comic book black and white thing, mm. and it was one of the best looking Wii games because like Wii games generally looked terrible because that machine is like that's a, that machine is a hairdryer. It, it runs a hairdryer. on magic, yeah. It runs <laughs> yeah. on magic. Like it was, it, you know, it was actually like good looking Wii games were quite rare, especially yeah. ones that weren't mm. um, weren't published by weren't developed by Nintendo. Um, mm. So so. And and it's the most striking Wii game I can think of. It's got yeah. such a um, such a distinctive look to it. And as you say, the fact that the gore was like bright red and everything else was this kind of like it enhances it. Enhances it City style. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was. Uh, yeah, just just. Uh, I think there's a lot to be said for um, as studios having to do like um, having to really push underpowered hardware and coming up with mad ways to, to make things look good even though they can mm. kind of throw resources at it anyway let's not go on I'm about glad you here forever glad you agree. yeah 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 connor's i can't i can't i hate i hate it when you win connor because like why i'm such <laughs> a i'm such a good winner because you, you're just really smug about it you know yeah um <laughs> um in a way that at least when tom wins he just sits there and goes thanks yeah, but that's and the then, bit. <laughs> that's the bit when the camera turns off. You know, you've made his day. I'm at least honest about it. I've got nothing else. I prefer going it when you today. lose because I find it funny when you kick off. It's like when you annoy a cat, right? Oh, well. Okay, let's. Uh, all right, thank you very much for listening, watching. Uh, please leave us a five star review, even though we probably don't deserve it. Um, and uh, on your podcast platform of choice. Um, next week we're doing best detective game, and I think it's it's. We've got the exact same cast next week, right? Yes. Can't wait to I lose. believe so. I can't right. wait to lose once again. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to bring Danganronpa again. <laughs> Every time now, forever. Yeah. I'll be I'll be sure to break up, you know, the the trend and pick a bad game next yeah. week. Yeah, can, can you? Because it's like it's I getting will. weird now. I'll pick people, a really bad one. People are going to start making comments about why is Connor winning all the time? How much is he bribing Jim? And I swear I'm not that correct. As if I have the money to bribe you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Right. Thanks very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.